You are now listening to another Nick and 30 exclusive powered by Venture Season Network. Nick's Tape, we here. Folks, it's your guy Dope the Phenom, aka Trippy OG, whichever you prefer. Back with another one. It's been a long time. At least that's how it feels. Last time I talked to y'all, I had my guy Kev Easy, host of Steelers for Seven podcast, on here with me. And we were going over the recap of the double OT game with predictions on the first Magic game. We about to play the Pelicans today. What? We are on game six already folks game six of 82 into the season and boy has it been epic so you know i gotta backtrack we gotta start with the magic game and lead our way into the pelican game now the magic game we went crazy the score for that game was 121 to 96 made franchise history we're making 24 threes in that game and boy oh boy was it epic Everybody was lighting it up. I'm talking nonstop action. Everybody was getting hits, getting looks. IQ was able to be that guy to sit there and actually knock in the three that broke the record with the initial 21. And mind you, this is after he sat there midway, lost his contact, caught it midair, put it back in his eye. I want to say went on about a 5-7-0 to run by himself and then did a little dance by covering his eye that the contact came out like, oh, I'm blind, but I'm still dogging y'all. It was epic, y'all. It was epic. That game itself wasn't really too much to talk about and break down like that for that. It was, you know, you had to be there to see it. And, of course, you've seen it. And I recapped it because I always recap every game. Make sure y'all get in tune with the YouTube page, Nick and 30 on the YouTube. Just, you know, no underscore like the IG. And for those that don't know and is new to this, YouTube page, K-N-I-C-K-N-3-0. The Instagram is K-N-I-C-K-N underscore three zero so get in tune make sure y'all chop it up make sure y'all watch the instagram for anything that i put out nicks related news breaking news game day posts final day final game posts and then on the youtube just watch out for the recaps and then of course starting tomorrow breaking news i'm starting this series called fan to fan talk man gonna get different fans from nick base we're gonna chop it up over the week game so you know, I'm not going to really break down a lot today on all these games except for one, which is the Bulls game, because that was crazy. But when we get into that, we'll go ahead and chop that up more. So, like I said, we finished dogging the Magic, got them out of here. Then we had to play them again. Now, this is where I got mad, folks. We sat there. We were killing the Magic. We were up by nine in the third quarter of the second game against these guys. This is the game that took place October 24th on Sunday against the Magic when we went, no, when they actually came to us. This game was a tragic because, again, we had a nine-point lead in the third quarter, right? Nine points. We up. We flourishing. We already cooked them the game before. They're, they're a young team. 
It should be no reason why we're taking our foot off the gas. But unfortunately, that's what we started to do. And when you go against a young team that you already demolished, they're going to sit there and they're going to come out guns swinging, blazing, everything at their disposal. They're going to do what they have to do in order to sit there and regain, you know, just that respect and that confidence for themselves to say, you know what, we bounced back and, and did what we did, did what was needed. So again, we lost that game. Yes, yes, folks. And and again, the recap is definitely on YouTube. Go check it out. But we lost that game. 110 to 104. Cole Anthony, I don't care about the points he had. Cole Anthony had 16 rebounds. 16 rebounds, folks. Like, I, I have to keep taking a pause on that because I'm still... It's still killing me to this day. It's a game that I'm trying to forget throughout all the success we're having in the beginning of the season, even though it's still a beginning. But this is a game that we we shouldn't have lost. Like right now, the record stands as four and one. We should have really been five and zero. But you know what? You know what? I, I got to get my thoughts together because now I'm starting to get mad again. Right now, just take a quick brief second and take a take a listen to a word from our sponsors. For real, for real. I got I got to get my thoughts together. Yeah, we'll be right back. Look, man, now that I'm back, I'm better. I had to give me something to drink. Had to cool it down real quick. You know, walk on the balcony, get some fresh air, that nice early morning air. But make sure y'all go ahead and get on board with Anchor today if you're trying to, if you're really trying to get started up. Like, hey, it's the way to go. It's the new wave. And they're not about the new wave of, uh, you know, oh, this is where you should just do it because, hey, it's here. No, this is actually the wave that will get you started, get you on board, and get you in tune for what you really want to do. And that's that podcasting thing, man. But back to these magic. We shouldn't have lost that game, man. It just doesn't make sense. But we have to take that L. We have to take it with a grain of salt. But we did that in high-key fashion. Because the game after that, October 26th, Tuesday, against the Sixers, we bounced back crazy. It was never a competition with this team. Into the first half alone with that game, you had it to where we shut down Joel Embiid. He was literally 0-5 from the field in the first half, his fourth time in his career, and we did that, us as the Knicks. Do you understand that? Joel Embiid himself in that game only had a stat line of 14 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 of 7 from the field. Do you understand that? 2 of 7. The player that almost had a triple-double for their team, Tobias Harris, with 23-9-9, wasn't even really a factor. There was points and times to where you heard commentators stating, we need to get, we need to see a sighting of Tobias Harris. We need to see Harris. It was like, bro, if he had this stat line, where was he at the whole time? Because we were dog walking him. You didn't even know he was really putting in them numbers. That's how real it was. But again, with that game, the final score was one twelve to ninety nine. Like I always say, and I've, and like I've been saying, make sure y'all go to the YouTube page to check out the recap because I went crazy smoking on that Philly pack. I'm sorry, I had to do it, man. It was too many people talking smack, too many people at this time hyping up the Bulls so much because they went on their four and old run. Mind you, they playing against teams that wasn't 
even going into a playing picture. You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. Because after the, after the Sixers, we going right into the Bulls. And then that's when we getting in depth with everything. So with the Sixers, you know, this is another test to, you know, what we actually did in the offseason, how we got better. And we proved right. We, we did what we had to do. We shut them down. Again, the score was 112 to 99. Everybody that, that went off contributed. Like, we got Randall with 16. We got Evan with 18. RJ with 10. Kimball with 19. Now, this was the Kimball Walker game for real. This is when we was like, okay, Kimball's waking up. He's he's coming back. Also, you know, Derrick Rose had 13. Everybody on this squad, literally, except for one, two, three, four, except for five players on our team, literally almost cracked double digits. The least amount of points was four from Taj. You get what I'm saying? Like, after that, Robinson, seven. Alex Burks, eight. Quickly, eight. Obi Toppin, nine. Like, come on, man. This team is diverse. We are well-balanced. And we are really proving that we do not need one person scoring the bulk load of points. We have the depth within this team. Let's go ahead and play team balance ball and take the right shots. The game itself, like Tom always preaches, the game itself, the reads you see, the plays that you go and do, the actual game will show you the correct play and the correct shot to take. And that's all we've been doing. Even though we did break another franchise, well, not break another franchise record, but tie for our NBA record with 73-point field goals made within the first four games, tying with the Milwaukee Bucks of last year, it's a good testament to what we preached we wanted to shoot more threes at a higher clip but we wanted to take the right threes we wanted to take the right type of shots and look at us we're doing what we got to do then alan Hahn hit it best with the whole kimba kimba walker thing he has hit 18 threes this season thus far our st our starting point guard of last year only hit 29 threes of the whole 80 no not even 82 games because we played 72 games last year of the whole season of 72 games Alfred Payton only hit 29 threes let that sink in folks give me a second we're going to take a moment of silence for him just just take a moment of silence But we got that Bronx guy back, you feel me? We got the hometown kid, you feel me? We got Cardiac Kimba, you feel me? Come on, man. Come on, 18 threes already? It don't get no better, and it's not like it's going to stop. It's going to keep going. It's going to keep progressing and progressing and progressing. Now, mind you, as I'm stating this, it's not that he hit 18 threes coming into that uh this Philly game the 18 threes would be overall all the way through the actual bull game as well now with this game I can tell you this the Sixers are in dire need and the only reason why I'm still talking about this team I gotta do it for my guy Taz Sounds one of the hosts of Venture Season Podcast, another show on the Venture Season Network. Make sure I get in tune with the whole network. We got Venture Season Podcast up there with Taz Sound, other co-host Sweezy Peasy. Shouts to them. You got Battle Rap Blogging with host Chris Mack, Steelers for Seven Podcast with Kev Easy, and then of course me, your guy, Dope the Phenom, aka Trippy OG with Nick and Thirty. All shows, all powered by the Venture Season Network. I'm telling you, man, we about to be better than ESPN, but. That's neither here nor there. But Taz, bro, your team got to get better. Y'all need Ben Simmons, and y'all violated. Now y'all looking crazy. 
I need Joel Embiid to step up, but supposedly he's playing with an injury. Joel Embiid, he has too many excuses for me, bro. Like, he got to he gotta do better. Like, I'm not trying to hear it. Tobias Harris, he wants to be an all-star, but he's definitely never going to get it. Like, it's it's sad to say, but like I said, my man had 23-9-9, and and I didn't even know it. I didn't even know it. Like, no, nobody even knew he had almost had a triple-double. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody peeped none of that. But the smartest thing I did was extending, you know, Maxi and uh, what's what's this guy's name? The 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 other guy with the fro, you know, I think is uh, I don't know, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I don't really care. They ain't on my team. They ain't on the Knicks. But smart play by picking up the defensive guy and the young point guard of the future because Maxi could be that guy. And oh yeah, Maxi, how you how your ankles and your knees feel, man? I know you was going against your Kentucky bro IQ, but he hit you with the Mac. And you know your fans try to save you. They try to zoom into the clip and say you tripped over Robinson's heel. I don't want to hear that, bro. You got shaked and baked. You got crossed out your gym socks. He slid you to the left, to the left. And then after that, he dropped a three, dropped a three. Bang, bang, boogie. That's just how we give it up. I just hope that y'all all know IQ is deadly on these courts. He hit Neto with the same move that he hit him with last year. Now he hit Maxi. I wonder who's the next victim. Oh, yeah, in preseason, he also hit Duarte. So that's three victims under IQ. Three victims. And then on top of that, when it comes to IQ, because I'm speaking on him, this is the one game where I say with the sixes that he really didn't even have to do much. He had eight points, played 15 minutes, but I like from – the bounce back game in when we beat the Magic the first time to this game. Like, IQ has his spurts, but I need him to get back into his bag of last season. OB has been flourishing, has been doing his thing. You know, in that Magic game, he did slip up a little bit. Yes, I get it. He did slip up. And uh, even with the even with the Sixer game, Obi was slipping up a little bit too. He was letting Court uh, uh, Miles, I always get his name wrong. Like, I always say Court Miles, Court, Court something. Don't, just know it. Do you know who I'm talking about? I'm talking about the the Omas guy. You know what I'm saying? Court Mas, that guy from the Sixers. He was letting, like, Obi was letting him get, like, just kill him on all types of back screens. And that's a problem with our Nick team. We really go to sleep when it comes to the back screen cuts. We have to do way better on watching out for those. Like, and you'll definitely get a better understanding of it as I as I get you know through this Sixer game and then get to this Bulls game because this this Bulls game is was the epitome of you know what the rivalry is back both franchises are on point but this was the icing on the cake to where we finally as a team got exposed now we've been getting exposed for a couple of games right but this Bulls game definitely put the icing on the cake and was like yeah head stamp it headline it we need to address this problem now because if we don't address this problem now it is going to get worse in the season and we honestly do not need that going on at the moment so enough about the Sixers game we beat them they out the story it is what it is the only last thing I want to touch base on the Sixers versus Nick game is the fact that we saw a little brief moment of Joel Embiid and Julius Randle chopping it up on the bench buddy buddy now I didn't even know these two guys were actually cool like that you know I didn't I didn't really think nothing of it of course you know just guys chopping it up 
But we all know as fans of the NBA, normally when you see stuff like that, that's normally a future meetup in a way or maybe possibility of trying to recruit somebody. So my thoughts is this. What happens if Joel Embiid is a guy that before the season is going where it's going and they don't figure out what they want to do with Ben? What if Joel Embiid ends up wanting out and he says, you know what, I want to come to the Knicks? Now that would be one for the record books. And this is the one time I'm going to say, okay, I'm cool if you got to sit there and package off a Mitch and Noel to, or Mitch and whoever to go get a Joel Embiid. I'm not going to hold you. That's Joel Embiid. And no, there, there will be no disrespect to that man's game. He has earned all rights to be talked about the way he's talked about. Like that boy can ball and he can do what he do as long as he stays healthy and doesn't get hurt. Now, even when he does get hurt, he has always came back and bounced back. So, time and time again. If that were to happen, now, I'm not wishing it, but I'm saying if it were, and that's exactly what Joel wanted, by all means, go get that man. I would take Joel and beat over Miles Turner, Cat, all of these guys. I'm going to get Joel if that guy was on the table, if that was a possibility, just due to the fact that, you know, we saw him and Randall chopping it up. And that's something that's surprising for Knicks fans because we didn't see them actually being that cool like I stated so now we get to the head honcho line of everything and as you can see folks my predictions was right if you tuned into my live on IG and for those who don't know and for those that do know the IG again is K-N-I-C-K-N underscore three zero that's Nick and underscore 30 I go live every Thursday at 7 p.m. But that's always subject to change depending on what time we're playing if we have a Thursday game. I might have to go a little bit earlier just in case if we're not actually playing. No, I might actually have to go a little bit earlier if we're playing at 7 on a Thursday. Now, if we're not playing at 7, then by all means, I will still go live at 7 on IG. Just make sure y'all tune in. Now, with the IG... And shout-outs to uh, NBA Updates Wire, you know, my guy. Make sure y'all follow him on IG as well. Very, very cool guy running a good account over there. Uh, he jumped on the live. You know, we chopped it up, gave a prediction about the whole Bulls game. Now, we both stated, you know, they're good teams. They could do what they got to do. But this is a test for the Bulls because, again, they went on their full run. And, you know, they went on their run with preseason just like we did. But they didn't go against any teams that would sit there and be like, you know what, this is a playoff team. This is a team really trying to at least get into the play-in spot at least. Like, no, you didn't face any of those teams yet. So they faced us, and they really got a glimpse of what it's really like and, you know, things that they need to work on. But, again, my prediction was right. We are going to give the Bulls their first L of the night. Now, this was a classic game, especially on a night to where they're honoring Joe Kim Noah he is now the Bulls ambassador. Then you had you had with with Joe Kim Noah in the, in the uh, in the stands. You had Luau Dang over there. You had uh, Carlos Boozer with him. If I'm not mistaken, I swear that was Ben Gordon behind Joe Kim Noah the whole time. So if that was, you had Ben Gordon there. Then of course you know you had Tom coming back into the building. Derrick Rose, Taj Gibson. It was just a beautiful sight. Like, going into the first quarter of that game, we were on a run. 
I was so excited. I was like, you know what? We coming out strong. We showing them like, look, man, we not here to play. We here to show y'all like, y'all may have went on y'all joint, but we up next too, man. Like we here with y'all. And at the end of the day, y'all got to get through us before y'all think y'all getting to any conference finals, any regular season team. You got to get through us. So we was, a, we was the first test. We came up balling. We came up doing what we had to do. So the first quarter, we sat there. It was 16 to 6 at a point. I'm talking about offense, flourish, alleys up here, getting to the paint, hitting threes, doing what we got to do. Another good sighting from Kimball Walker in this game. Kimball Walker had 21 points. RJ had 20. Now, Julius Randle, he really didn't have that good of a game when it comes to scoring. Scoring. Scoring, okay? Scoring. And decision-making later down in the end of the stretch because it was some decisions that we could have definitely did a little bit better. But Julius, his stat line was still beautiful with only being 3 of 11 from the field. 13, 16, and 9. Like, well, come on, bro. Come on. One assist away from a triple-double in a game to where he showed, I don't have to be the lead scoring guy. They understand that. They need to double-team me, and what he did, he made sure he drove the double-teams to get it out to guys to make sure we can sit there and move that ball around and do what we need to do. You've seen it in the sixth game when he was backing down the, uh, the defense to sit there and, you know, draw guys to him, and now he's doing it again. So, Randall, shout-outs to you. You are definitely showing day in and day out that you're not only just an all-star. Like, you're working your way to being that real prime superstar of this team, and I'm not mad at it. But this game was a classic, a classic, 104-103. Again, 104-103. Mind you, the Bulls went on a 12-0 run in the later end of the stretch. And this is where it goes back into what I said earlier, that us as a Nick team, we starting, we are starting to get exposed. And this game itself exposed us to the max. We have to do better on closing out these games. When you look at that Magic game we lost, we were up by nine and a third. We had them. We had a majority of the game. We take our foot off the off the gas. Now, all of a sudden, we can't close out the game. We lose. When it comes to the double OT game with Boston, we had them. We should have been won that game and should have never even went to any type of overtime. Took our foot off the gas, started slacking on defense. Boom. We went to double OT. The sixth game, we had that game in the bag too. Now, even though it was 112.99, it should have still been way more than that. We have to stop taking our foot off the gas within the last end stretch of the game. It's literally like Tom says. When he preaches we are not a full 48-minute team, he means it, and we're showing it. If we cannot sit there and lock down in crunch time and really close out a game, and closing out a game is normally the last five minutes, whatever happens in the last five minutes of the game is not good. We need to do better. We need to do better, and we're going to. But again, just like Kimba said in his you know, post-game interview, a win is a win in this league, and we got it. You know, we was going against one of the – one of the best teams in the, in the Eastern Conference right now, you know, due to the season and how they playing. And we got that win. And shout-outs to R.J. Barrett. Like, bro, he proved to the world that not only what Tom preaches is A1, meaning that, you know, defense wins, defense wins. 
RJ Barrett also wants to be all first team defense and with sitting there and guarding a guy like DeMar DeRozan yes DeMar DeRozan took the final shot he got into the mid-range now we all know and for those who don't that's probably new to basketball DeMar DeRozan is the mid-range assassin if he gets anywhere in that mid-range nine times out of ten and only reason why I say nine times out of ten is because if you look at his playoff track to when you know he doesn't come up big and and adding on this RJ stop that boy normally makes that shot so you got DeMar DeRozan taking the shot mid-range he gets him tries to do the head fake RJ doesn't bite he stays grounded as he's going to shoot up, Mitch comes over to help a little bit. RJ still close out on him, doesn't foul, makes DeMar DeRozan shoot an air ball. Clock runs out. Knicks hold on to the league and win 104-103. And on top of that, RJ, he's been holding his opponents to like 18.5. And I think they just switched it to probably like 12.3 now because you have to factor in uh, you have to factor in now the Zach Levine uh, a stat line with it too, like 12.3 on field goal percentage with all these teams. Because look, let's go into the stat line real quick. Let's look at the Bulls. Okay, boom, we got the Bulls. We got Zach Levine. Now his stat line says he played 35 minutes, 25 points. Six and three, right? Now, a lot of people be like, oh, nah, that's a good stat line. No, no, no. It's it's not good when you have 25 points and you only seven of 17 from field goal range. You only two of six from three point. You mainly got these points off of fouls. You know what I'm saying? Off of fouls and, you know, easy, quick cuts to the basket, which he should be, you know, should be able to get. Now, the only reason why I'm saying and I'm bringing that up is, bro, RJ has proven that he really wants to be better on defense and that two-way player that we all see him being. And he's doing it day in and day out. To add with the 20 points, to sit there and understand he can pick his spot to be aggressive, go on the run that he went, the fact that he he and Kemba alone were able to drop 41 points together as combining with you know Kemba having 21, RJ having 20 on a night that Julius Randle is not sitting there having a good game supposedly when it comes to points that is a great outing and it's a great showing and then to top it all off you had the mid range assassin DeMar DeRozan shoot an air ball without fouling him without any of that just straight good defense and just like RJ said you know DeMar DeRozan was one of his favorite players you gotta understand he he was the pride and joy and he respected his game since Toronto since he's been looking at him and he said hey I know that head fake <laughs> I know that head fake a lot so that's that's just all it means understanding the player that you're going against understand that when our guys say we're watching film day in and day out, that they actually mean what they say. Because in order for you to know that that's, your, that that's his famous head fake, and you've seen it a lot, you have to, not only do you see it in games, but when you watch films, they actually get to zoom in and key in on certain things that people do that you probably wouldn't be able to see as a normal, you know, normal fan just watching regular highlights that they sit there and put up. So with that being said, Bro, we're doing 
the the key things and the steps that are needed to be done to get the job done when it comes on the defensive end because that is our team our team is behind defense going out there with confidence and knowing that if you keep down our turnovers we play good defense and we sit there and make smart reads and smart shots we will oh and rebound good of course we can always have a shot to win a game and that's what we did because we dodged a bullet all in all through we literally dodged a bullet but we got it done a win is a win as in Kimba says and we got that going now this game is kind of crazy I don't know what happened when it came to Lonzo Ball, but I I, I just want to say Julius Randle must have gotten his head because he had a crazy off night. My man only had, like, you've seen DeMar, 20, Zach Levine, 25, uh, Vujicic, 22, Alex Caruso had 10, but Lonzo Ball had six. We had that boy cracking under pressure. At first, it was little glimpses to where I was like, oh, man, he beat Kimba off the drive, but then Kimba was getting in his bag on him. Then when Caruso came on the floor, Derrick Rose was getting in his bag on him, have him crack, but, yo, I give Caruso credit where it's due. That boy, he's something different. Shout-outs to him. He can definitely play, you know, good defense. He can. He definitely has good court vision, especially with that one, you know, pass with that back screen of Zach Levine going for that dunk when, you know, RJ was just too busy looking at the ball and not staring at his staring at his man. So that was a good thing. And you know, he you know, he tried to be the good energy guy, you know, try to get everybody on point. But, you know, it just didn't work. It just didn't work. We finally closed out a game the right way. But now we just have to build on that. And we have to really, really, you know, strive to close out better because the way it's looking, that is going to be our downfall when it comes to getting deeper and deeper into the season when our guys are starting to get a little bit more fatigue and stuff like that. And, you know, certain teams are then starting to take the season a little bit more serious because, you know, now it's getting closer to, okay, playoff contention, and now we got to do the seeding and get locked in. So we have to close out better, especially if – if we're going against teams, especially like tonight, we don't need another outing of the Magic, bro. The Pelicans are 1-5 right now. It should be no reason why we lose this game. It should be no reason why we lose this game. This is another game we need to go ahead and win. We need to go ahead and win. So while we're at it, that is enough about the Bulls and the Knicks game. Just know that the Bulls and Knicks game is a classic. The rivalry is definitely back. And truth be told, if we see them in the playoff series, I am not going to be mad at that. I would love to see that. I would really love to see that because I love how both teams are constructed. I love what I've seen in that game, and I want to see that happen. So now we got to go ahead and get to the last stretch of the pod. And as you see, I had to give you a recap on every game. So again, we at game six now of 82 tonight, 7 p.m. against the Pelicans. Now, with the Pelicans, let's see who's out for the night. We all know Zion is out, but I believe they have one more person that's out. Boom. So, out tonight for the Pelicans, of course, is, you know, Zion Williamson and uh, Jarrett Temple. So, those two guys is out. Noel is still day-to-day, but there's reports that have been stating that he was supposed to be playing uh, against the Bulls. 
but that was a 50-50 thing. They sat him out again. So now they're saying that he might be playing against the Pelicans. If he does, this is the time we will actually get to see the full team finally go at it. Meaning Noel as the backup center, Mitch starting, everybody locked and loaded. We really get to see what this Nick team is and how we really are going to produce. My predictions for this game, right? Now, with the Pelicans, I'm just going to go to, let's see. They played the Kings yesterday. I believe they played the Kings yesterday or something like that. We're going to go to them. We're going to go to their stats. We're going to look at the Pelicans. Because this is what I do as a fan. I go see if it's a team that I'm not used to watching. I go, you know, just get a gist of how their team is moving just by looking at some stats. You can understand personally, not, oh, how a person plays, but understand how the team moves as a unit depending on how these stats go around and look alike. So... Of course, Brandon Ingram should be the star guy. 36 minutes, okay. So Brandon Ingram is the featured guy along with Granham and and Jonas. Okay, so those are your three guys right there. It seems as if Murray and Hart, they come off the bench. Okay, Lewis is coming off the bench as well. All right, I like that. Alexander, Alexander Walker is starting. Okay, that's not bad. 9 of 22. So, okay, Brandon Ingram had 22 points, 9 of 32, 9 of 22. Okay, that's what it's looking like. All right. So, my predictions for this game, I want to say um, 115, 115 to 118 to probably like 102. 3 to 106. Now, the only reason why I'm giving it this close of a game is because this is Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram could bounce back from this and get to where he needs to get. He is, you know, a prolific scorer. He's getting better and better every season. Um, Another key guy that I'm looking out for is Alexander Walker. He's like a sneaky guy. And because we are a team that since i don't know days in in history we just seem to always forget about the corner three i'm definitely looking at granham lewis hart and murphy like those guys when it comes to that corner three we need to make sure that we really stop them from getting that on an open look. Like, I don't care if it's contested and you hit it, then, hey, if it's contested and you did what you had to do to lock in and be just on him, but he just hit it, then, hey, you can live with that. But these open corner threes, this is not the team to do it with. They got shooters, too. And, need come on, you giving them an easy shot like that, they will make it. And I'm tired of seeing that with the Knicks. Like, that has to not happen. Because those are normally the downfalls that happen where we have a big lead and it gets chopped down real quick because we're not holding down the corner wings. And then we end up getting beat on a pick and roll when it comes to either, I mean, the corner wings, the corners. And we always get end up getting beat on pick and rolls when we're at a certain wing, whether the right, the left wing, whenever we get hit with a pick and roll for some odd reason, our guards cannot get over it get over it on the right time and boom that results into a three-point made shot so we got to do better now because we are going against the pelicans and the lineups that i see i can already see this is going to be another game for 
Kimba and Derrick Rose, that pairing, to really go crazy, especially with the fact that Granham is an old guard from the Hornets, so he probably might want to feel some time away and want to turn up against uh, Kimba, you know, just to have a nice little matchup, a nice little battle. Josh Hart is somebody that can really turn up, but Lewis would be the backup center for Granham. So, of course, you got D. Rose on a rookie. D. Rose is going to do what he got to do. He's going to turn up on him. But the key guys that I really see turning up this game is going to be, hopefully, RJ, IQ, and Obi, but mainly IQ. Because if I'm, if you look at the small forward, I mean small forward, the shooting guard position, there's nobody that can really like hold him down like that. Don't get me wrong, Hart can play a hell of a defense. Alexander Walker can play some some legitimate defense, but IQ, I feel like he can really get into his bag and go back and to unlock his game to get back where he needs to be. This is the game for him. This should be the IQ game. But, hey, who knows? Who really knows? Like, it, it really just depends. All on his confidence, all on him trying to distinguish whether, okay, do I need to be a playmaker today or do I need to be a scorer today? Because I still feel like the only thing that's going on with IQ, he's still stuck on being that overall great two-way guy instead of just letting the game come to him. Let it flow. As you're on the court, like Tom says and preaches, you will see the right read. When you see the right read, you go for it. Other than that, he needs to be in attack mode all day long. That's how IQ is. IQ is better when he is in attack mode all day, just like how RJ is. When he's in attack mode, he plays better. He produces the way that we see fit, that we know that he can do at his potential. And we all know that they're all going to get better as well. So it's going to be one for the ages. It's going to be real lit. And I'm stamping it now. We should be 5-1 and one on the season, still at the top of the Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, Eastern Conference Finals. See, I'm already predicting us going there. We should still be on top of the Eastern Conference, tied with a lot of teams, because there are a number of teams that have games today. And that's also what we have to look out for as well. Now, a lot of people say, yo, it's the beginning of the season, bro. I'm not doing all that. It's, it's not that deep. We don't need to pay attention to all these teams. But we still do, because you need to see the progress. Because before you get to the end of the season, you still got a trade deadline to worry about. So now you have to figure out, okay, if we start doing bad and they start doing bad, who can swap for who so that way we can keep the energy going to keep everything in line? So with us being 4-1 today, we got a game, so we're trying to be 5-1. and one. Then you have Miami. They're going against the Grizzlies at 8. You get what I'm saying? So they're 4-1. and one. We, we want them to lose, of course, so we can stay at the high. You got Chicago 4-1 and one going against the undefeated Utah Jazz. So... Look at that. With those, with that alone, and I feel like we the top three teams in the East, the Bulls, the Bulls, the Miami Heat, and the Knicks, bro, we have to watch out for those two games. We want them to lose so that way we can have that spot locked in for us. Because you don't always want to sit there and keep teeter-tottering, being tied. You want to eventually start pulling away. So why not start in the beginning of the season? We go ahead and get this dub. They go ahead and take two L's. You know what I'm saying? Me and Miami take a L. The Bulls take a L. Boom. 5-1, only team in, on the East right now that would be that. We'd be locked, set, in stone. But it is what it is. Again, it's still early in the season. I get that. I understand it to the T. But you got to have faith. And the way this Knicks team is playing, it's great. And 
Yes, I get we have depth, but it's the fact of how they're playing. Nobody's being selfish. Nobody's trying to sit there and take over games. Even when it comes into crunch time, there's not really iso ball. It's still break down the defense, kick it out, smart reads, uh, move the ball around, tighten up on defense, hold your guy down. If your guy gets beat, help him out, pick up on this. It's Everything is team-related. Everything is team first, and you just got to love it. That's my predictions on the game again for tonight at 7. We are going to New Orleans. So, again, I feel like we would definitely hit, like, probably 115, 118. With them, probably 103 to 106 the most. Shit, if that, they might. Sorry for my language. But if that, they might, you know, hit 108. It's super lit. And again, this was a really impactful episode. I had to cover so many games, but that's how the, that's how it works. Let's see how many games I'm going to end up having to cover by next Friday or Saturday. And if we end up playing on Saturday again next week, I'm going to end up dropping a new pod on, on, on Saturday because I want to make sure I cover every game and hit every detail. I want to keep everybody up to speed until everybody understands that you have to follow the IG. That's at K. N-I-C-K-N underscore three zero. Y'all gotta head over to the YouTube. That's Nick and 30. So that's K-N-I-C-K-N three zero without the underscore. Y'all gotta sit here and come to the pod. Make sure y'all going wherever y'all listen to y'all podcast at. Type in Venture Season Network. Nick and 30 will pop up there with the other shows as well, as in Venture Season Podcast, Battle Rap Blogging, Steelers for Seven Podcast. So you got to get in tune with the network. So no matter what, you have to follow all of these aspects because I'm giving you bread trails. I'm giving you pieces to the story, breaking down the season as it goes in different realms. But you got to stay up to date. I can't keep everything on the audio for y'all because then y'all not, y'all not going to see the live reaction of how we feel as a fan and then correspond with that. So you got to take it to the YouTube. You want to go ahead and see my facial expressions for that? You do that. We want to do live predictions together to where we can talk together. You got to go to the IG for that. Remember, I go live every week, Thursday, 7 p.m. Get in tune. You want to go ahead and get featured on this new this new series that I got, Fan of Fan Talk, that will be dropping probably every Sunday now because I'm starting it tomorrow. Hey, all you got to do is hit me up. The email is nickin30 at gmail.com. So that's K-N-I-C-K-N-30 at gmail.com. You can shoot me an email. You can hit me up on the IG page. That's nickin30. That's Nick in underscore 30 on the IG, or you can even leave me a comment on one of the blogs on the actual Nick in 30 page on YouTube. Make sure y'all stay in tune, y'all stay in board. We lit again. Seven o'clock, the Pelicans, let's go five and one. And for this title, for that one, I'm probably gonna name that game because we're gonna win. I'm probably gonna name that game. So where is Zion? Yep. Either so where is Zion or should B.I. just ask for a trade now? That's going to end up being one of the titles for the new blog coming out right after the game. It's super lit. And for those who don't know, I'm going to let y'all know again. It's your guy Dope the Phenom, a.k.a. Trippy OG, whichever you prefer. Your host of Nick and 30. Get in tune with everything that we do. 
All of this powered by the Venture Season Network because without the Venture Season Network, I can't keep the lights on. So we super lit. Again, new episode dropping every week. New blogs dropping after every game. New series coming out, fan and fan talk. And then on top of that, for those who don't know, the IG super lit. We had like 609, 607 followers, somewhere around that realm. It's the road to 750 taking it by a milestone. So let's just keep locking in. Let's keep getting in board. And let's do what we do. Let's go Knicks. Bing bong. Niggas be bugging us, coke the shot, make the feds hot. Two face when that lead pop. Face soft and I send the drop in the back of the trap with the speakers not. Feature film up the regal stop. Crash market, wait on me to flop. Mike Jack on my thriller bop. Moon walk while you skip the rock. Hop step flame on any block. Crossfire while I spin your top. Slow mo, got a diddy bop. No capping, I'm hunting for real. I wanted, I get in my kill. A hundred to pray for the will. Cause Jesus not about the pill. All roads and hair. Red dot, no fear. One hit without a care. Reaper still death stare. My nigga, we moving and loaded up. Get back into it. Slide framed up with bag improvements. Cash route, see the wide grooving and running and running. Big step and moving. See them gold bricks, go pack and move it. 2.5, get you back into it. All profit, that's straight shooting. You know, Pluto, Sumo, Kudos, or Black, get pop, no Bruno. Animated shots, no Fudo. You know, Pluto, Sumo, Kudos, or Black, get pop, no Bruno. Animated shots, no Fudo. You know, Pluto, Sumo, Kudos, or Black, get pop, no Bruno. Animated shots, no Fudo. You know, Pluto, Sumo, Kudos, or Black, get pop, no Bruno. Animated shots, no Fudo.